This podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. Well, what do you know? Uh, Monday has arrived and it's already begun here on the Matt Wyatt Show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. They are your home team. Farm Bureau insurance across the great state of Mississippi. And it's two sets of double S's. Not one! Live with you here today. Looking forward to taking your phone calls. Get all your texts in on the country please and text line. Calls on the Divinity Equipment phone. Tweets, hit me up at Radio Wyatt. Start the day off right. 25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to the Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now we're off and running with you. Thanks for tuning in, however you're listening, wherever you're listening from. Y'all text me on the Country Please and text line, it's 885-ESPN. That's a 601 number. 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Give me a shout on the Divinity Equipment phone line, 995-1059. What was your weekend like? Did you watch a little baseball? I know I did, and there's, hey, ramifications. We got a team that had too many people test positive after one week of play, and now they're not going to get to play, and a couple of others aren't going to get to play, and so on and so forth. And that's the world we live in, and that's the way it's going to be. But first, a good Monday to you, Brother John. How are you, sir? Better not deserve, Mr. Wyatt. The last I talked to you Friday, in the last few minutes we talked Friday, you told me that you were going fishing this weekend. Yeah, the uh, the fishing part didn't end up. My, my, my brother uh, had a stroke. Oh, and, no. Uh, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, he's uh special needs. He's sixty two. Mm-hmm. He wasn't supposed to live past six years old. Really? But uh but yeah, he had uh, he had a stroke back in June uh and uh, had another one uh, Friday. And so we were able to get him situated. My mom's with him in the hospital and um uh, I was able to go have dinner with my guys, but I did not get to go fishing with okay. him on Saturday. Okay. So um but yeah, yeah, he's 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 a little bit better today. Um Tomorrow is one year anniversary for my dad's passing. Today is my oldest son's birthday. So I saw that on it, Instagram. It's just a conglomeration of of life happening all at once. Yeah. So, um, but my my family, other other families back home from the beach, so it's good to be together. And so, yeah. In spite of everything, man, it is a good Monday. Yeah. Well, I hate um, you know the the sad news. I'm um, glad that uh, y- you are celebrating a birthday today, though, right? Yeah, Absolutely. So how old is Absolutely. he? He is 29. His last 29. year in his 20s. Oh, boy. He better remember that. I-, I told Beaver this story at one point, but when I was uh, the year that I was actually 28 years old, so right about your son's age, right. the-, the whole year I was um, convinced that I was 29. 
I thought I was 29. I was stuck on 29. When people would ask me how old I am, I'd say I'm 29. And so when my birthday was coming up, right? My birthday, yeah. I'm actually 28, but I think I'm 29. My birthday's coming up. I think I'm going to be 30. And we got like within a week of the birthday, and one of my friends goes, well, when were you born? And I tell him, he goes, yeah, but that, that you're not about to be 30. And I started doing the math. I was like, holy cow, you're right. I'm going to be 29. It's like I got an extra year. I had basically, because of my brain, JB, I had oh. two years of 29. You know how people say you're on 29 and holding? You were. <laughs> I was really, because I got on it early, yeah. I thought. But I, it was one of those where I lost count. <laughs> well, if somebody says it's a Monday and you look a marvelous. <laughs> Monday, Monday, the mamas and I'm, the papas. Yeah, I'm digging that hat. You got oh yeah, you see it on the stream. This is Absolutely. my this is my Buffalo Bills color scheme hat from Country Please and Sausage and Country Meat Packers in Florence, Mississippi. Good let me Good let me looking. hold it out here for the camera to see. You see what I mean by the uh, it's got the gray back and the red lettering. So the gray mesh back, the royal blue front with the red hog on the front. So it's kind of like Buffalo Bills colors. When people see it, they think it's a Buffalo Bills hat initially because the shape of the red country-pleasing hog is kind of like that buffalo on the old style. Back to O.J. Simpson, Buffalo Bills uniforms. Oh, yeah. Remember those? <laughs> I do. You look like Jim Ferguson. Oh, do I? <laughs> well, yeah, he was the quarterback for O.J. Yeah, it could be worse. You could look like worse things. It could be Steve Tasker. You could. Who had to remember the big bubble helmet? Oh, yeah. Wasn't he the – yeah, that was him. Wasn't it Tasker for the Bills who – he had the head injury. So they he was the first guy ever in the NFL to, like, wear a helmet, and then it had a helmet on top of his helmet. He looked like Rick Moranis from Spaceballs. There's <laughs> <laughs> a classic. Isn't it cra Hey, speaking of that, John, this past weekend, our family – you know how I told you last week I went ahead and subscribed to Hulu? Right. We did one more thing. I went ahead and paid a one-year subscription to Disney+. Plus. See, you can see where this is going. I'm about yeah. to full-on cut the cord here. And it's totally in preparation because C Spire is putting fiber internet into my neighborhood. And it's not going to be much longer. I'm going to have fiber internet in here. I'm going to be able to stream stuff in 4K if I want to. It'll be so fast. We're going to totally cut the cord and get rid of satellite and cable, and we're going to totally do all the online. So anyway, went ahead and subscribed to the, uh, you know, did a year subscription to Dish. I'm sorry, to Disney Plus. And so my nine-year-old daughter. I knew this was coming. And my <laughs> wife were both introduced to some classic Disney movies that I grew up on. Uh, now, so for instance, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Now, my wife's obviously familiar, but my daughter saw it for the first time. Loved it. Last night, we watched Swiss Family Robinson. Get out. You remember that one? Oh, absolutely. You know, they had the, you know, they built the big tree house and had all the animals and everything. Yeah. Well, get this. My wife, the homecoming queen, had never seen it. Somehow, she'd grown up her whole life around here and never seen that one. So it was new to her. It was new to my daughter. It was so much fun to watch it again and watch their reactions to the movie. <laughs> when Fritz and Ernst had to wrestle the big anaconda snake in the swamp and everything. It's just great. 
That sounds like a mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. It it kind of was. You remember those? You yes. Know, those Marlon were Perkins great. would say, I'm going to stay on the side of the bank while Jim wrestles the anaconda. <laughs> right. Jim doesn't make as much money as me. So, therefore, <laughs> he will be in the swamp. You remember uh, Jacques Cousteau? I do. Those well, are some great shows. Yeah, Jacques Cousteau. You got to be. I think you have to be 40 years old to know who Jacques Cousteau is. He was a pioneer. That's yeah, for he was certain. a pioneer. No well, doubt about it. When you about those Disney movies, Matt, I uh, I go back to early days of youth ministry when we would order the uh, the original film, and we would put it on a projector and uh, we would have lock-ins or whatever. The, sure. the two most popular movies were Flubber and The Son of Flubber. <laughs> yeah. So Flubber wasn't the original Flubber. The guy who was the dad was the one on my my three sons. That, that is correct. Fred McMurray. Okay, and then they made a remake of Flubber with, I believe, Robin Williams. Yeah, I, I, I can't comment because I'm yeah. not completely sure on that. Yeah, I think that I think they did. We'll have to look that up. Well, Flubber's on there on Disney Plus. It sure is. All kinds of stuff. The star, all the Star Wars movies are on there. If you're into that sort of thing. <clears throat> anyway, it's a neat deal. Yeah. So speaking of the classics. All right, let's uh, jump over here to some comments. Then we'll get, I'll get you the sports news for today. Long way to go with you today. Going to introduce a new sponsor to you today in the third hour. Hope you'll stick around for that. Thanks for tuning in on Facebook. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or on Periscope right now, if you'll comment or question, whatever, I'll see it all in one place right here, and we'll uh, communicate that way. As I said before, you can text me on the country, please, and text line. It's 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Jason in Flagstaff, text the show, country please and sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. He says, LOL. Oh, well, first of all, he heard Uncle Jack. He said, yes, Uncle Jack, Herm Edwards, Denny Green, you can't beat that intro. Glad you like it, Jason. We'll work it in there for you. He said, LOL, my last year in my 20s was spent at Fort Rucker. Might as well have been 60 in that wire grass and nothing else. <laughs> I bet, man. Appreciate your service. I know I've told you that before, but I sincerely mean it. Uh, hey to Matt on Facebook, watching the live stream right now from Duffy, Mississippi. Where is Duffy, Mississippi? Jamie says hello and loves the show. Thanks for watching. Gator Man on the Country Pleasing Text for JB, thinking about you and sending some praise up for yourself and your brother. JB says, I got a son with special needs. He's in the spectrum. Gator Man is patting you on the back today, trying to lift you up a little bit there, JB, as we all are. Uh, Jesse says, you've got to make them watch the Davy Crockett movies, too. Yes. In fact, we absolutely do. Speaking of the old Disney movie, Swiss Family Robinson, you go back and you watch that. The youngest son on that movie plays a character named Francis, and it was played by the same young actor who, as a small boy, was in all of those Disney movies, including the Davy Crockett movies, including Pollyanna. And uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah, he's in those Davy Crockett movies. We're definitely going to watch those at some point. Uh, Matt Daddy says, he sent me an American flag emoji, and then he sent me hashtag Disney Plus, hashtag Hail State with a pirate flag. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate your text. Jason says, 
you remember the wilderness family. There's three of them, very much like Swiss Family Robinson. I don't remember those. I'm going to have to look it up. No question about it. I've got to look that one up. Uh, True Maroon says, best breakfast ever. Homemade biscuits with country pleas and cut long ways, covered in maple syrup. Dad, gum it. Do we have to limit that to just breakfast? True Maroon, let's eat that any time of day. Uh, Clint is watching on the YouTube live stream right now from St. Augustine, Florida. Raise your hand if you've ever been to St. Augustine, Florida. I got mine up. Been to Amelia Island there, Jacksonville area, St. Augustine. It's a great place, very historical place. Uh, Cody confirms on YouTube that it was Robin Williams in the remake of Flubber. Pam on Facebook, uh, Brother John, she says prayers to JB. And then she encouraged me, Matt, try a seven-day free subscription to Pure Flix, Christian stream movies and series for adults and children. Um, Pam, you are not the first person to uh, recommend that. I think I will look into it. Don on Periscope says his wife made him watch Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. I know it's very popular. We haven't watched it. Uh, Don, give me a review. A, a review of Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. I'll take it. Absolutely. A couple more texts, and we're coming to the sports news here. Nick says, uh, didn't they eventually get rescued and decided to stay in that treehouse? Yeah, they decided to stay. But, you know, Ernst went on to college. (laughs) Swiss Family Robinson Radio, live on The Zone, 105.9. Gator Man says, uh, this was one of my favorite Disney movies as a kid. The biggest dumbbell on campus uh, okay, the strongest man in the world. Yeah, played by Kurt Russell. I remember seeing that. People forget that Kurt Russell, before he was Wyatt Earp in Tombstone, long before that, he was like a um, a preteen movie star in Disney movies back then. <laughs> yeah, my favorite was the computer that wore tennis shoes. I don't know that I'm familiar with that one, but you had me at the title. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It sounds like it. Well, all right. So, look, I, I won't even – John, I know you had so much going on. You didn't really have a chance to watch a whole lot of baseball, did you? I mean, uh, not, not too much. Not too much. Yeah. It's just kind of in and out. And, uh, but, uh, but, but was able to, to get home last night after a long day at work and, uh, and kind of catch up on SportsCenter with all the happenings for the weekend. It's kind of crazy what's happening with the Marlins. Yeah, I know it is. It definitely is. Let's talk about that right now. Baseball. I did get to watch some. And last night as I was watching the Braves at the Mets, of course, it might have been I was having good vibes because the Braves, the Mets couldn't get the Braves out. 14 to 1 is the final. That's 14 runs on seven hits. It was a great game at the plate for for, uh, Atlanta. But just watching it, it was so nice to be watching live sports. I'm totally past it now. The whole thing, there's not fans and that there's cutouts. I'm over it. I'm completely over the no fan part of it. Watching it on TV for me, good enough. Live sports. I watched a few balls go over the fence, including a moonshot from the Mississippi kid, the third baseman for Atlanta, Austin Riley, who tried his best to hit one completely out of City Field. That one is hammered left field. Way out of here, Austin Riley. Look out! Up the facade of that top deck. My goodness. And the Braves unloading on the Mets. I'm talking about when he said off the facade of the upper deck, that is a three-level upper deck out there in left field. And a guy hits it 
and it hits the facade on the third level on the fly. So when I said he did his best to hit it out of City Field, I meant that. It was not an exaggeration, just for effect. But the big story today is not wins and losses. The big story today in Major League Baseball is this. Two Major League teams' games are postponed after the Florida Marlins had a coronavirus outbreak. I said Florida. They are the Miami Marlins. I realize that, but I am old enough to remember when they were the Florida Marlins. For me, they will kind of always be the Florida Marlins, but hey, whatever. Miami's in Florida. They're Miami. Kind of like the Rays will always be the Devil Rays. <laughs> That's exactly right playing in that old decrepit indoor stadium there in Tropicana Field down there in Tampa. We played a bowl game, a football game in there several years ago. And I think I made some people mad, JB, because I tweeted during the pregame. I, re- I remember this, Matt. I, re- I remember when it happened. <laughs> well, and I didn't do it intentionally. I was not like trying to stir people up, but I just tweeted, you can tell a lot about a venue by the height of the goalposts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just it. making an observation. Yeah, I mean, it was, these, an observation. it was these little bitty short goalposts because you couldn't put the tall ones in there. I mean, for Pete's sake. Anyway, moving on from that. St. Pete's sake, right? That's it. For St. <laughs> Pete's sake. Tampa St. Pete. Uh, two Monday night tonight, Major League games are postponed because of an outbreak among the Miami Marlins. Their home opener against Baltimore tonight in Miami is off, as well as the Phillies' home game against the Yankees. So you had Miami versus Philadelphia. They just completed that series in Philadelphia. Seven more players and two coaches with the Marlins tested positive for coronavirus. So the outbreak spread through their clubhouse. It brought the total cases in recent days up to 13 That's according to people familiar and that are reporting it on the Major League Baseball side. Here was a quote from Major League Baseball. They put out a statement. The members of the Marlins traveling party are self-quarantining in place while awaiting the outcome of those results. Major League Baseball has been coordinating with the Major League Baseball Players Association, the Marlins, the Orioles, the Marlins weekend opponent, the Phillies, the club medical staffs, and will continue to provide updates appropriate. So what you have, the outbreak of the Marlins, they're the ones that got it. What, up to 13 players and one? No, 13 total, which include two coaches. They were in the clubhouse in Philadelphia the last three days or over the weekend. So now Philadelphia, the Phillies set to host the Yankees, can't and won't because you don't want to bring the Yankees in there. You want to make sure you have time to clean everything, sanitize it, let it die, let it get out of there. And then... uh, they can't go home and play the Orioles. Got to wait on that. And I would just say it's very matter of fact to me. This is very cut and dry. Cut and dried. Every single person involved with a sporting league knows going into it in 2020, you're going to have positive cases. Major League Baseball, the Marlins. The Braves and everybody else are going to have positive cases. Everybody. And don't we know that going in? Now, I'm not making light of it. At all. Trust me, I'm not. We had the coronavirus hit very close to home this past weekend here, John. A young woman. She was in her late 40s. She worked at Tupelo City Hall. My wife knows her very well. They used to work together at City Hall. Um... 
This young woman's family goes to church with my wife's grandmother in Houston. She, like I said, late 40s. She got coronavirus a week and a half ago, went to the hospital, died this weekend. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my. I mean, it is. That's the thing. And there is no rhyme or reason to it at all. Mm-mm. Like no, there's not. Nobody can say, nobody can confidently say, well, if you're under a certain age, you're probably fine. Well, you can't confidently say that. Nobody would have said that a 47-year-old woman would catch it and go into the hospital and die within two weeks. While at the same time, I literally know of two people in their 90s who have had the coronavirus who kicked its rear end and are back home. Okay. No rhyme or reason to the whole thing. None. No rhyme or reason whatsoever. So trust me, I'm not making light of it. I'm just saying as it pertains to getting your sports leagues going, which they're going to get going at some point, going in upon making the decision to get the league going, everyone must know you're going to have positive cases of this. People are going to get it. It's how do you deal with that? What's the protocol when you do have a positive test? And where's the threshold to quarantine one team or two teams or four teams or the whole thing? What are those benchmarks? And that's what they're trying to figure out. And college football is about to make decisions this week as early as today, as late as Wednesday. You better believe they're watching this situation in Major League Baseball. I'm Matt. Stick around. can give you a little life advice. And that's the kind of thing that could warp you for life. You're right. It's the Afternoon Drive with Jake Wimberly. Weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. Online at thezone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. Are you ready? Brace yourself. Now back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Back on the show. What, Mary? Yes, you can. Mary Lady just came in and asked, can she be on the radio show today? And yes, you can. We'll do that in just a little while. Not right now, but in a little while, okay? <laughs> Kid wants to be on the radio, John. She just walked right in and straight up asked, can I be on the radio? Chip off the old block. <laughs> I guess so. I'm just seeing here some news on Twitter now. I know it's not like within the last couple of minutes. I'm just seeing it on Twitter. Y'all want to follow me on Twitter? Please do. I thank you. At Radio Wyatt. Hit me up there. Comment. Whatever. Uh, but I'm seeing this. Alabama basketball transfer. Javion Davis is yeah. headed to Mississippi State. Says, Steve Robertson posted that earlier. Uh, a couple, maybe right before we came on the air. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Somebody commented on Twitter and said, um, Technically, coming from Alabama to Mississippi State with an eventual chance to defeat Alabama is called pulling a croom. <laughs> People remember that stuff. Yeah, okay, Javian Davis. He's a forward for Alabama. He's you know transferring from Tuscaloosa, and he's coming to Mississippi State. Uh, I would have to click the link and read a little further as to eligibility uh, possibilities. 
for him and I, that kind of thing. I read that, and they're they're sitting back waiting, as most transfers do, as to what the NCAA is going to say yeah. about whether he's going to have to sit out or not. Ah. But, uh, okay. I think he averaged like six points and three boards a game, 6'9", 245, played at Canton. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, just here north of the metro area. Okay, so he's from Canton originally. Yeah, yeah. You know – Pretty good pickup for Ben Howland. Look, if you can get a six niner from the uh, SEC to come play forward for you, it uh, sounds like the thing to do to me. But I'm no coach. <laughs> there, but you did stay at the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> but I talk on the radio, so I can sure sound like an expert. I used to joke. It's not really a joke, though. All the time, it's you know, on the radio. A lot of times, it's not about knowing what I'm talking about. It's just convincing people I know what I'm talking about. Those a lot of times are two different things. <clears throat> Sometimes they aren't. That's the trick. You got to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I know some preachers like that. Mm-hmm. Don't have to know. I just got to convince you. I know. Right. Um. There was another story too from the weekend that is a huge deal for Ole Miss football. Ole Miss has suspended linebacker Sam Williams indefinitely following an arrest Friday on felony sexual battery charge on a felony, easy for me to say, on a felony sexual battery charge. According to the police report, he's 21 years old. He was arrested Friday morning, released from Lafayette County Detention Center on Friday afternoon, issued a $25,000 bond statement. That was prepared and sent out from Ole Miss as we have suspended Sam Williams indefinitely from all team activities. We take these charges very seriously and will allow the legal system to run its course before making further determinations on his status in our program. He played in all 12 games last year for Ole Miss, started eight of those at outside linebacker, 37 tackles, nine and a half tackles for loss. I think he led them in TFLs. I have to look that up. He had six sacks, had an interception as well. He's a Montgomery, Alabama Native, went to Northeast Mississippi Community College in Boonville, transferred to Ole Miss, and um, was an All-American player in junior college. Big-time player. Some people look you straight in the eye and tell you that he is Ole Miss's best defensive player. So that's big, huge news for them that he's not there. Now, it does not mean that he's guilty. He's charged. But it's big news because it takes him away from the team while they try to sort through it. And um, and it's obviously big news for him. You know, we will see how it develops in terms of, you know, his guilt. I don't know anything other than what's reported. All right. Um a few things here on the uh, Country Please and text line. Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. True Maroon is a Braves fan and says, chop on. <laughs> Dansby Swanson, he had a home run, another big base hit in that game. Everybody had, seemed like they had home runs and base hits, and you put up 14 runs and a win for Atlanta last night. Dansby Swanson said, uh, buckle your seatbelt because this is a fun team to follow. It's a fun lineup and team to be a part of. Um, you know, Riley's really starting to find his groove now, too. And, uh, you know, Ender's grown so much as a hitter as well uh, over the last um, little bit. So it, it's deep. Um, it's consistent. Uh, and, and the the prom- most promising thing is just any different kind of game, you know, we can play. Home runs or, uh, you know, small ball or, you know, using our speed. It's a very dynamic team, uh, which is, is very fun to be a part of. 
I had a very teeny tiny brief conversation once with Dansby Swanson in the dugout at Trustmark Park in Pearl a few years ago when Dansby was a minor leaguer. He was playing for the Mississippi Braves. And we, I, we were having a um, charity softball game for, let me see, but for Special Olympics. It raised money. Uh, I guess you call it celebrity softball game. Brett Favre was in it. Uh, some former Atlanta Braves were playing in it, like Steve Avery was there. Uh, Marquise Grissom was there. I got to be on the same team with Marquise Grissom, a guy who recorded the final out in center field when the Braves won the World Series in 95, and I'm sitting here talking to him. It was the coolest thing. And I was on the team with him in this you know, celebrity thing for Special Olympics. And Dansby Swanson came into the dugout because this is their place, and for he said something about my jersey number because they gave me number seven. It was actually the number I wore in college, so I had number seven on my charity softball jersey. That was his number. And so he commented on the number, and I said, hey, and I said something about Vanderbilt, and we talked for just a second. And so now <clears throat> I get to geek out a little bit when I'm watching him hit home runs for my Atlanta Braves and say, yeah, I'll talk to that guy in the dugout. <laughs> We shared the same number. <laughs> you see how that works? You'll need to get me one of those T-shirts that says, uh, the older I get, the better I was. Let's see. Steve Avery hit a home run in that softball game. So did Mike Bianco. I think Brett Favre hit one, maybe. Yeah. It was pretty cool to see all that. Trey on the Country Please and text line says, Matt, have you and your family watched The Chosen? Absolute blessing to see. I've not seen that. Um, Powerful. Where do Powerful. I? It's, uh, you have to watch it through YouTube. Okay. And, uh, but it, it's, I will say this, um, and you know a little of my history, my previous jobs and vocational callings, but I don't know that I've ever seen more realistic when it talks about what happened with Christ and the disciples during those early, early years. Okay. I mean, some of the, some of the, uh, the writing and the way it's presented, uh, two, two things leap off me in, in my mind real quick. One is when they can't, they can't get the fish in the boat cause there's so many fish. Uh huh. And the other one is, uh, the wedding at Cana. Okay. When when Christ's mom come to comes to him and says, "Hey, look, you got to do something." He goes, it, "It ain't my time yet," you know. And mm. she goes, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> I just and, had uh, the light bulb go off because uh, now I remember seeing some some um, promos for that on YouTube. Like I'd be watching YouTube, and it would the pre roll ad would be promoting those videos, the right. chosen. Like it's a whole yeah. series. It's well, it's a. Um, They've had one season. Uh, I can't remember how many episodes. Maybe eight, eight to ten, and they're they're raising funding now for the filming of the second season. Oh, okay. So they're raising the money for it. Yeah, that's great. Fantabulous, though, man. It it will uh, it'll give you a unique perspective on something that that maybe has kind of got embedded on the same wavelength. Yeah, and uh, that this will take it to the next level. Very cool. Well, I'm definitely going to try to watch it then. 
Absolutely. Um, let's see. Anth- uh, Anthony and Norman on the Country Pleasing Text were asking me about the um, the podcast. Uh, a lot of folks that subscribe to and listen to this show on demand do it via the podcast channels, whether it's you know iTunes podcasts on your phone, you just go to the podcast app or Stitcher and some of those. And this show, if you didn't know, this show is there pretty much every day. We can go back and listen to it hour upon hour. There was a hang-up last week with a server, the service that I use that provides all that and sends it out to all that. There was a hang-up and a switch-up, and it's supposed to be back online uh, today and overnight and into tomorrow. So those that are asking for that, like where they were, uh, you should be good to go here in the next, uh, well, it should be good to go today. If you have any problems, y'all let me know. Jason in Flagstaff says, I'm glad uh, that Mary Liddy's coming on the show. The COVID-19 and the perennial bad news is depressing. Yeah, it's not bad news when Mary Liddy comes on the show. We always find some cool stuff to talk about. And we may talk about how she and her mother yesterday was mine and Annabeth's 12th wedding anniversary. And uh, I did. we did some special stuff with and for each other. I cooked for them. They made a homemade cheesecake for me. And Mary Liddy was very involved with that. So we may get some cheese, how to make homemade cheesecake tips from uh, Mary Liddy when she comes on the show in a little bit. We'll do that. Here's another vote on the text line for Chosen. It is outstanding. Can't recommend it enough. And Trey said, amen, eight episodes, and it was just announced that season two is a go. I'm going to check it out. Thank you all for bringing that up. All right, countdown of 100 teams next. Stick around. Right here on the Matt Wyatt Show. All right. Back with you in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. We have a special guest in the studio. She is nine years old, but only for about one week smiling from ear to ear at me right now. Oh, Lord and mercy, it just melts my heart. What's her name again? What's her name? What is that little nine-year-old's? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I Mary, couldn't help but laugh. Mary Liddy Wyatt is in the studio. So when's but, his birthday coming up? You said a week? No, no, she already had it. She's Oh, okay, a week ago. Yeah, about about a week gotcha. ago. She mm-hmm. she became nine. Nine. <laughs> How's it feel to be nine as compared to eight? Uh, um I don't really know. It it feels a little different. Yeah, feel, it's feel kind older. of confusing. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all right. <laughs> but well, hey, I wanted to I wanted to get older. you to explain something to me. What? How do you make a homemade cheesecake? Well, <laughs> well, well, let me tell people why I'm asking. So yesterday, your mommy and I celebrated our twelfth wedding anniversary. Yeah. And one of the things y'all did for me is made me a homemade cheesecake. I watched you make it; it was really cool. So yeah. How do we do that? How do you make cheesecake at home? So how you make the crust is you crush up graham crackers. You put it in a big Ziploc bag, and you can use like a rolling pin or a hammer or something, and you just crush them into little pieces, so it's kind of like a crumble. Yeah. And then you 
put it in a bowl and you add butter, um, sugar, and or something else. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might add like. I think you might add vanilla extract or something vanilla? like that. Vanilla, yeah, I don't know. that sounds about right. But it might be different. I okay. can't really remember. But okay, so that's still. the crust. That's the yeah. crust. The cool part yeah, was the, the filling. Yes, it was cool. So you do cream cheese, eggs, vanilla extract, and sugar. Okay, mix it all together. Oh no, I remember for the crust you do powdered sugar and oh, butter. That goes in the crust. Powdered sugar. Yeah. So, it's a lot of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sugar. <laughs> well, that's what makes it taste good. Well, look, it was really, really good. And there's more of it left. Yeah. And so, we, have, we ate almost all of it. We ate about half of it last <laughs> we, night. We, yeah, now we only have a little. And we kind of busted our diet, but that's okay. We'll get that's back okay, on it today. That's okay. I don't have a diet. <laughs> <laughs> I eat whatever I want. I know. Yeah, for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> That'll I remember change. those days. Yeah, don't you? <laughs> when I had a metabolism. Right. <laughs> right. Now I can look at a cheesecake and go get on the scale, and I picked up a pound or two, you know? And you're <clears> like, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mary Liddy, um, you are very, you've always been very fond of fight songs. Yes. You know, the, the songs that the bands play <laughs> yeah, at games. I love them. All right, I'm going to play a new one for you. Okay. Okay, and this is a part of something that we do every day on the show called the Countdown of 100 Teams in 100 yeah. Days. And listen, there's a voice on here. I'm going to see if you recognize it. Okay. 100 Teams. 100 Days. The Countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties, a member of National Land Realty. <laughs> Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. It's Mama! <laughs> yeah, it is Mama. Mama. Yeah, she recognized her Mama's voice. Microphone. Are you not, you not loud enough? Uh, no, not to me. Okay. Okay, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Just forget it. Yeah, y'all uh, call Matt Anderson. 601-408-5155. 408-5155. Give him a shout. He can help you out. Anderson, pull, I'm a poet and don't know it. I get a rhyme every time. <laughs> All right, so team number 41 on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. This is the fight song for Texas Tech. Okay. See if you like it. It's pretty good, isn't it? She's dancing around right now. She's kind of thinking about it. I like it. I do too. It's a good fight song. Hey, what if I listen to a few of them, then I okay. try to guess which, like you play one, and yeah. I try to think of which one it is. And you try to guess which one like it is? which team, you know? Okay, let's do that. We, we'll do the full-on... quiz. <laughs> yeah, we'll do the full-on Texas Tech preview. Okay. When we come back to start hour number two, we'll talk about Texas Tech football. It'll be team number 41. So that'll be coming up. Right now, is mommy coming? She's here. Yeah, mommy's here. All right, so mommy now is a part of our uh, studio audience. Okay, Mary Lady is going to try to guess which fight songs these are. All right, I'm going to play one that you should know first, okay? Okay. Uh, here we go. See if you know what this one is. 
it. <laughs> she got it. Let's see. Uh, what's another one we used to play for you on the way to school? Oh, I know. This is not the fight song, but you know this one. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who is it? Gators! Go, Gators! Hey, look. We can pull for the Gators because your mama was a Gator. Why do we need to take a timeout? Oh, oh, T for Tennessee. Yeah, sorry. I thought you... That is the universal hand signal for timeout, Annie. If somebody does this, to me, it says take a timeout. This no, last time I saw one of those, it was a technical foul. That, right. <laughs> that does not mean Tennessee. Yeah, this is, they do their whole arm for Tennessee. You were going. <laughs> <laughs> she confused us. Time out. All right, this is a hard one, but I, I, I really am fond of this one. See if you know it. Is it, I've heard this. Yes, you have. Is it Braves? No, it's not the no. Braves. It's, a, it's college football. Uh, you have been in the stadium to see this team play before in Starkville. Um, maybe. They're orange and blue. Their mascot, there's several of these mascots. They're from your dad's Shh. home state. Uh, Tigers? Yes, they're the Tigers. I don't know what their team is called. <laughs> it's Auburn. It's called Auburn. Oh. Yeah, the, the, uh, that's the Auburn okay, Tigers. Fight <laughs> well. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let me let me find one more for you. Here you go. This is also from my home state. You want to hit? Alabama. Yes. How'd you know? <laughs> because you just I said, said my home state. <laughs> You kind of gave it away. Yeah, you think your daughter it. doesn't know your home state? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what, a, what a kid. All right, I'm You kind of gave it away. Okay, I'm going to do one that you don't know, I bet. But this state also starts with an A. Okay. Arkansas. How'd you know that? <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody gave you the answer. So, yeah, you're doing very well. You're winning right now at Fight Song Trivia. I thought it was a great idea. By the way, it's pretty cool. On YouTube right now, Mary, we're, we're broadcasting live on YouTube also. And Sven, who lives in Germany... And it's at night. Mary, right now, he's watching and listening to the show, but it's nighttime in Germany. Hmm. And, and he guessed Bama correctly, and he guessed the Razorbacks correctly, Arkansas Razorbacks correctly. Yeah, he sure did. Wait, which ones were the Razorbacks? The one, Arkansas. They, oh. they are called the Razorbacks, the Hogs. It's a big hog. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, You know what hogs. they do, too? Their fans go, woo, pig. They call the Hogs. Come on, all you Razorback fans. Let's stand up and call. Yeah, it has a hog on it. Yeah, I wish I, yeah. <laughs> My hat I'm has like, a... what a coincidence. <laughs> coincidence. Yeah. 
<laughs> See, they call the hogs in Arkansas. It's pretty cool. Yeah, my hat does have a hog because that's for country pleasing sausages and country uh, meat. But, you know, that stuff that <laughs> yes, I eat yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, look, our time's up. You uh, have been an excellent guest. I appreciate you helping me out here today. You're welcome. Fight song trivia with Mary Liddy. We'll have to come up with some more trivia for another time. Yep. Does that sound like a deal? Yes. All right. Talk to you later. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Were you waiting for me to yeah, do it? Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of waiting for you. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Mary Liddy has taken off the headset. She's heading out to go, I don't know, do something, play, hang out with Mama, play with eat Champ, cheesecake. eat cheesecake, hang out with Champ, the miniature schnauzer. And then I'm coming back with y'all here in hour number two. What we're going to do is jump back into this countdown because I want to talk about Texas Tech, team number 41 in the countdown. We have team number 40 coming up later as well, and it's a team from the Big Ten Conference. And so their schedule is obviously misshapen at this point but we'll get into that with you coming up in hour two long way to go with you here on this monday i'm matt in the farm bureau studio farm bureau go with the home team